Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. All right, we're back, everybody. It's the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Jorge, welcome back to the show, my friend. Oh, man, we got a hot topic tonight. (laughs) Absolutely. Look. How to Spot Players and Sugar Babies, Part 1 and 2. I'm excited about this topic only because um, you and I did some uh, discussion about really how do you keep yourself from being manipulated by people who are only out to use you either for sex or for money. And you would think in this day and time we would have really um, evolved as a species beyond you know, some of these age old games. Um, I know you said you talked to a friend, Jorge, what was her experience? Well, the thing is this, is that when it comes to guys who kind of have, you know, that player mentality, or now it's, it's kind of evolved to uh, fuck boys is what, you know, the kids say these days, but it's basically, same thing just different name or different nicknames but Mm -hmm. the thing is that a lot of these guys are very charming they're good looking men they're charming um they're suave they're good with words and they have a way to really uh put you almost under a spell so if you are not careful i think i think we're both um aware that when we start getting in our fields or when we start catching emotional attachment to someone it can get cloudy and it can get difficult to try to see what's right in front of us or right under our nose right and i think um you know as we've been trying to help people here how do you get on in dating you know in this in this new world of ours uh, especially post-covid A lot of people are online. A lot of people are trying to get to know people. And sometimes I think I can remember when I first got online a couple of years ago uh, for online dating, it was a whole new world for me. And I tried to apply the traditional dating concepts to an online world that really had kind of left me behind as I had been um, married and, you know, dating the same man for 22 years. And so I had a whole different mindset with dating. Like we're trying to meet somebody who we want to be um, in a very monogamous, very committed relationship. And so I missed the signs. Um, I really was kind of strung along um, thinking that somebody really wanted to spend time, get to know me really build a relationship together and really all he wanted was casual fun and so it really kind of took me aback when he finally told me you know look you're really a nice woman and I've enjoyed spending time with you but you're not what I'm looking for like it was like a daggone uh, polar ice challenge you know like a bucket of ice water was just dumped over me because I had really developed feelings for this man you know, really saw us being compatible, saw us, you know, moving forward into, you know, something more permanent. And to hear him say, 
at which I can say, you know, he was at least good enough to finally stop the game, you know, where some men I think will, will play it out for as long as a woman will entertain their calls and their texts and, you know, what are you doing right now? (laughs) You know, um, I think that was the thing that I didn't recognize, you know, never really having been in that kind of situation it completely shocked me. And I think there's so many people out there, probably male and female, because it's not that women can't be players too and string guys along for money or meals or jewelry or bags or whatever the case may be. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. That's why we wanted to name the show that way, because I think um, sometimes we hear about men more so, but, you know, ladies have taken on some of those same qualities of kind of, and, and I've had, you know, women talked to me about how they really didn't want a certain man. He was really, you know, a nice guy, but they knew they could get dinner and he'd take them shopping and he always took them on nice trips, but they had no desire to be with him, you know, any kind of way, emotionally, spiritually, sexually even, but they would do whatever they, you know, needed to do to get him to take care of bills or, you know, just, just keep up their lifestyle for them while they had their real fun with another man. Absolutely. And so I've, you know, I did a little, a little dig. I mean, obviously I'm well aware of the existence of, you know, some of the games that go on between men and women and it is survival of the fittest. And if you are not emotionally ready to date, you can get yourself in a bind and you can get yourself into some, uh, manipulation and you don't even realize it's happening and, part, mm-hmm. and I, w- I want to be very clear so that people are aware of okay is this guy a player or is this guy trying to manipulate me for the wrong reasons and number one a lot of these men that like to play with women's emotions they're usually emotionally unavailable Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, now, it could be because of past trauma, uh, a rough upbringing, um, you know, bad parenting experiences, mainly from their mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's part of the the stuff that the life coach uh, Brini Lee that I saw that she brought up that a lot of a lot of them are carrying a lot of baggage and a lot of hurt. Absolutely, and, and we've established people hurt people absolutely Um, so emotion unavailable is is number one so Mm -hmm. if you meet a charming guy you meet a really good looking guy and he's selling you everything under the moon and everything under the rock but then he's like but i'm not looking for anything serious or i'm not looking for any kind of relationship Mm -hmm. then that right there is a cue (laughs) yes emotionally he is not there (laughs) right right Um, and believe a person when they tell you Like, I think a lot of people, particularly women, I did it myself, project and hope, oh, you know, he's got everything on my checklist. I think I could change his mind if I, you know, show him, you know, all these great qualities about me. If I do all these things, if I go through all this, you know, this hoop game, you know, I jump all the hoops, then he'll really want me, you know, or she'll really want me, whatever. And I think people don't really believe people when they say, I don't want to be exclusive. I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking for, you know, the new Q, the um, 
um, hot buzzwords now for sex are, you know, just looking for fun, just looking for adventure, um, just a good time. But, you know, those are translating into, I just want a physical relationship, no strings attached. And most people aren't putting uh, FWB, friends with benefits. That's not what they're, they're tagging it as. And so if you don't know, you really are going to miss the cues when they give them to you at the front end. Now, to be fair, right, to be fair, Mm -hmm. if a man, if a man is telling you or a woman in this scenario, right, Right. hey, I literally just been going through some things or life's been, you know, kicking me down a little bit. So I am not ready and I am not looking for anything serious or I am not looking to open up emotionally. Mm hmm then they're being up front with you. Right. But if you still decide to go down that path, then you need to be aware that, hey, this may just be for fun and for chills and for thrills. Right. And if you're okay with that, then that's fine. But oftentimes what happens is that a lot of these people, which we just established, they tend to be very charming, very charismatic, and great lovers mm-hmm. so that in itself is enough to create that lustful sensation and feeling right because if you are able to give a person a great sexual experience they're going to remember that they remember that and they're going to be like man he was awesome or man we had chemistry if we can right. just connect the other dots outside of the bedroom, we got something here. Right. And that's, the, that's really projection, you know, and it's not fair to the other person, especially if they are telling you up front. Like, I don't consider those players in my mind because honesty is playing a part in that situation. They're telling you what they're needing. They're telling you what they're wanting. That's not mental mind games and leading somebody on to make them feel like, oh, you know, I really see something in you. I really feel good about this. You know, there are all sorts of things that people will say that, you know, kind of pump you up thinking that they're going down the road one way, but really it's not what you think, you know, that's really lying and misleading and manipulating. But when somebody tells you up front, no, I agree with you completely, Jorge, that that is not, um, to me, that's not a gamer. That's not a gamer. That's somebody who's being very explicit, very honest up front. And what you do is you're you're hoping for more, but they haven't promised you anything else. Right. And you got to take responsibility for that. I do believe you on that one. I'm with you right there. And I was another thing that I discovered um, from listening uh, to this life coach is they love to create confusion and mm-hmm. inconsistency is part of their calling card. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I mean, it's pretty well documented. I've dated a lot and you won't believe how many times I've been out on dates and I'll ask women, hey, like how long you been single or, you know, how's dating life treating you? And they're like, well, you know, I kind of been seeing this guy, but I really don't know what we were. We hung out a lot. We would sleep together. And that's the confusion, right? Like, they're behaving one way, but saying something else or saying something mm-hmm. else and behaving differently. So then the woman's like, okay, he's kind of into me. He's kind of not. And you're constantly chasing that high 
of that euphoric night or experience. Right. But he's stringing you along with little breadcrumbs just enough to keep you on the hook and just enough so that you don't walk away and leave him. And he's basically taking all your time mm-hmm. and your resources. And on top of that, as far as your mental health and your self-worth, this has consequences for a lot of people. Exactly. And, you know, it is chemistry. Let's face it. You know, the brain creates uh, chemicals, feel good chemicals when somebody makes us feel good, whether they're saying things that we haven't heard in a long time or, you know, they tell you how beautiful you are. You know, if you haven't heard those things in a long time, which is why, you know, we've done several shows now about even checking in with yourself to see if you're even ready to date, because if you're not those um, one article called it an emotional vampire you know people who are are sucking the life out of you like you said they're taking your time you're sitting by the phone waiting for them to call you for a date when you could have been out with two or three legitimate you know suitors or dates and these guys got you lingering hoping that they're going to call and then it's 2 a.m when they give you the what you doing text and you've and then you go I mean, so, you know, your self-respect has, you know, been lost at some point, probably. And it's no judgment whatsoever. Like I said, um, I've, I've been across my fair share of um, players now since I've been online. And it's a real education, I think, because if you don't know, you don't know. If you've never experienced it, um, it is an experience. I'm not saying it's a great one, but um you know, it's something that does help you to figure out, you know, what you're really looking for. I always like to say, you know, is it a lesson or a blessing? You know, either this experience is going to help me learn something that I really needed to learn about people or there's a blessing in disguise. And either way, it's still a blessing because I've learned how to avoid these types of men moving forward. But, you know, sometimes you get your heart broken when you get caught up, like you said, in your feels. And ugh, it's just, you know it's like why does it have to be so difficult you know um why can't people just be real and honest with one another and communicate about what they really want and find the right people for that because i'm sure there are people hey we're talking about sugar babies you know there are ladies who are willing to be friends with benefits with certain men so i'm just like there's somebody out there for that need you don't have to go breaking somebody's heart or twisting somebody's mine into pieces to get what you want yeah and i would say that when it comes to these kind of people uh these kind of players um there's definitely a lot of gaslighting that happens where they're going to distort the facts and the reality so that it fits their agenda and then the woman is the one left scrambling because they're like wait is 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 he right maybe he is maybe that wasn't a lipstick maybe you know that was a a spaghetti stain Mm. and and you start to do that but it becomes it becomes basically the wily coyote chasing the roadrunner yes and you know how that is you never catch that 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 coyote never caught the roadrunner no he kept catching a bunch of anvils and that's about what date these types do for you keep getting hit in the head every time and, um, I can, and I can honestly say that 
um, I have, you know, I have female friends that, you know, we talk a lot about relationships and dating and they'll describe some of the behavior that some of these guys conduct themselves in. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a fuck boy. <laughs> like that absolutely sounds like one unemotionally unavailable only shows up for sex mm-hmm. and only wants to entertain you when it's convenient for him. Right. Not even on your time. If you're interested in getting together for, you know, dinner or, you know, what you would consider a very normal date, um, you know, in this one article by Curtis Hughes, it's from fashionjournal.com. It talks about um, they've weaponized, quote unquote, the medium of the text and snap, like just enough interest. So some of the signs I've been thinking about you, but nothing in particular, like there's never uh, a concrete thought about you. It's just, I've been thinking about you or what are you doing? And then you don't hear from them for hours and hours or you don't get that text until it's wee hours of the morning. Um, and then it talks about, you know, a light to heavy sprinkling of misogyny. Um, like these are men who don't typically care for women in a healthy way. Like, you know, I don't know if, if there's some issues that you know, we've talked about parent issues uh, in one of our episodes, but you know, I don't know if the, if the, fault maybe was in a parenting relationship or you know the first woman that ever broke this this particular person's heart but you know the term doesn't even call them men but boys because it's almost like they're just collecting toys and bragging to friends and you know it's not a it's not like there's any real plan or any kind of real I don't know any real long-term gain it's just a collection of people that i'm going to see if i can get you you know tag your it is sort of the feeling behind it all i think so let's take it a step further right so let's let's take it to the point where he's giving you enough breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. where you think that there is actually a relationship building or a relationship manifesting then you you as a woman you need to ask yourself okay every time we hang out what does it involve does it involve other things or is it strictly a sexual encounter involvement right right that would be number one mm-hmm. um number two um is he hiding me is he ashamed of me or does he always want to keep our dating situation or dynamic a secret right does do his friends know your name do his friends and peers know anything about you do you know does he bring you around them at all you know if if you cannot answer those three questions in a positive manner then he does not think much of you and you are strictly a toy Right. That is being used and drained of its resources until he moves on to the next. And listen, I tell my friends all the time, look, Mm -hmm. if you're just looking to casually date or you're just looking to have fun because you're trying to get your shit together, then fuck boys are probably going to be okay with you. You guys are going to have a lot in common. However, if you 
the moment you try to convert him into something that he is not, which is a commitment, serious relationship type of guy, that is when you're going to get hurt when you start getting attached to him and start getting those feelings. Right. Right. And some women can keep their, their feelings in check or they can, you know, sense that they're starting to get too attached and they walk away. And some are not good at that. Let's be real. Some women, like, if they get intimate with a man, they're like, look, if I get intimate with you, I'm going to get attached to you. And then once you start getting attached, then forget about it. Because mm-hmm. if a, if you love a person, you are willing to turn a blind eye on a lot of stuff. Right. And, you know, um, in the same article, there's a clinical psychologist that's been quoted, uh, Lauren Haywood. Um she says, you know, for a lot of us, the appeal is that we naturally think it's it's called the halo effect. It's evolutionary um, quality that people have, you know, where you're attracted to the men who are the most confident or the most, uh, you know, the best looking in the group or what have you. And we always almost think that when somebody is attractive, we assume that they're also kind, smart, funny, et cetera, it says. Uh, which are all things that we would want to pursue in a person. But a good-looking face does not make a good-looking heart. And that's mm. men and women. Wow. Unfortunately. Right. No, uh, that's that's spot on. I mean, that is absolutely spot on. Um, I mean, it literally almost feels, it's like a dog chasing his tail. Like these stories that I hear, and I'm like, you know, I'll speak to my friends ever so often. And it's basically the dog chasing his tail where nothing has really changed. He's still standoffish. He still gives a breadcrumb here and there Mm -hmm. to give you the feeling and perception that, hey, there is hope for the future. And he's still sleeping with her. So I took this is what I've told my friends, because I've had some who have said, well, he does nice things for me or, you know. Um, he's kind of a friend too. And I'm like, okay, so let's play this game. Um, obviously he's going to check up on you because he still wants to sleep with you. Right. So as long as that's on the table, that's the minimum he can do. Right. Right. Uh, um, but what happens when you say, I don't want to sleep with you anymore. And you know what? And that was the next, the next step to my question that I said, I said, if you stopped sleeping with him, do you think he would still try to be your friend? and obviously most were like well i don't know maybe i'm like okay really (laughs) like can you honestly say that with a straight face can you say that with a straight face that if you take sex away is this man still going to be in the picture Mm. and you know the best to do it is try it like really put it to the test because i think the sooner you can figure out where things are going the less your heart breaks, you know, when you feel like you've put so much time and energy, a lot of people, and particularly I've heard females say this from my own experience, but we have so much time in, I have so much time in with him, but what kind of time, you know, were they magical trips? Were they, uh, you building a business together? Were they, you know, you guys really building a life together? Or was it magical moments at two o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, you know? And is that what you want to fill your memory book up with when everything is said and done? So 
you know, um, you know, Steve Harvey wrote the book, think like a, um, act like a lady, think like a man and talks about the 90 day rule. And I think for a lot of people, you know, a lot of times people have scoffed at that and, you know, like when we're grown people, we can, and, and I've heard uh, players say this too, uh, you know, we're grown people, we can do what we want to do. Well, if what I want to do is honor myself and see if you're willing to honor me, then, you know, try the 90 day rule out, ladies, or at least 30 days and see, because most, most players are not going to give you that long because they're on to easier prey. Oh yeah. They, 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 they'll tap out. out. They will tap out. Absolutely. Right. And that gentleman is for the ladies as well. You know, um, I'm not saying that, you know, um, being a cheapskate, but be more creative with your date life and see what sort of woman she is. You know, I love um, being out in nature and walks at the park and going to the lake and, you know, doing those kinds of things. But if every time you ask about those types of outings, if it's always about going shopping or, you know, going to the most expensive restaurant or, you know, excuse me, doing something that's always got to be over the top extra, then you might have a gold digger on your hands. You know, you may not have a woman who is really about getting to know you, but who's really about getting to know your wallet. Um, so these are kind of signs that, you know, give them 30 days before you indulge in whatever it is that they want, whether it's sex or shopping or money or whatever the case is, and then see how things play out. Because um, a lot of a lot of people who are in it for gaming, they don't they're not going to wait when they're easier marks out here. Trust me, they are not. Oh yeah, they'll tap tap out. They'll tap out and say, "You know what? This is too much work. (laughs) This is not worth my time, or this is moving way too slow." (laughs) And then, if you still don't know anything about their personal life after thirty days, and you know you still aren't getting full conversations, but you're getting those little, um, you know, hit and run texts, or you know, you call and they answer and say, um, one article I read said that if you get the text that they're so busy and they're very extremely specific about what they're busy doing. You know, I'm at work. I got to go get my dog. I got my cousin coming to town. You know, it's just been a crazy week for me. I I won't be able to get with you. And every time you have a conversation, it's always extremely busy. You can probably believe that that's a relationship is not what they're after. Uh. You know, we always say we want to be able to help, um, educate our audience and you know kind of hip you to what's going on out here in the dating world and this is not it's not something new but again like uh like you said Jorge it's people repackaging the game so to speak you know Uh it's uh listen it is uh it's it's something that um you really have to have your guard up Mm -hmm. and you really have to pay attention and if you're not paying attention and then once you get attached or once you start getting emotional feelings connected, it is it becomes very difficult to tear away from an individual like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that, like I've told some friends, I'm like, look, I get it that you're okay with this being just super casual and super uh you know simple of hey we hang out 
we sleep together and then we go on about our business and I get that but that this is my opinion only solely my opinion I don't have anything of substance to put my finger on it but I do feel that that interferes with your dating because even if you're out on dates with a new person you're still trying to figure out what old buddy's got going on right right or or you're still worried like man like this guy's kind of cute but you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still holding on to Tom or I still think that Tom can come mm-hmm. around or I'm still hoping that, you know, he'll step up. So even if maybe in the forefront, you don't think that's affecting you in the back of your mind or, you know, you know, subconsciously, I feel like that does prevent you from opening up to somebody who really is genuinely interested in you, who really is looking for maybe something more serious and mm-hmm. not super casual and, you know, convenient. Right. And, you know, you go through phases. I mean, that's why our show is called the relationship cycle, because you do cycle through different phases. But, you know, somebody who still like, you know, one of the questions that I like to ask, uh, not to probe too deeply, but, you know, how long was your last significant relationship? Mm. Because that's very telling sometimes, you know, it's it, it can give you a little insight onto whether into whether the person is suited for you know, long-term, serious, monogamous relationship, or if they are really a player, you know, or a game or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, that's one of those questions that I would, I would say you could get a lot of information from, but one of the things you got to be careful about is don't gaslight yourself, everybody, because, you know, when we want to excuse behavior and give a reason that we don't have a real we don't have any real knowledge, you know, well, maybe, you know, they had to work late or maybe this is the only time they can really get free because they got other obligations. Well, ask those questions outright and see what, what you get told. And, you know, be clear, like, just be clear. I, I would ask, and I have asked before, you know, where's this going? Yeah. What are we doing? Because if this isn't going anywhere, then I just like to know so I can govern myself accordingly. I like to say, and, Um, and get your priorities straight because now you need to reframe your mindset that, Hey, this guy just sees me as an option and I'm treating him like a priority. So Mm -hmm. I need to reframe the dynamic. Perfect word. I love it. Yes. Reframe. Um, But like I said, you know, don't gaslight yourself and keep giving people rose-colored glasses and the benefit of the doubt when all you're getting are, you know, quick texts, you know, quick hookups, and nothing else of substance. And my thing is, my thing is this. Um, listen, I've come across plenty of women who don't want long-term relationships because of other things that they're going on mm-hmm. with their life, or they just walked out of a relationship or marriage. Right. So just, Wrong time. They, yeah. They, they just want to find somebody that they can hang out with once in a while. And maybe, you know, if the vibe is right, maybe get intimate if, if you know, that's in the cards. But as long as both adults are on the same page with that, then it's all good. Right. Because everybody's, everybody's in agreement. Yeah. But oftentimes, you got two people with two different agendas and then the feelings start to manifest and then that's when shit gets messy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so hopefully um, this has been a good intro for people who maybe are re-engaging in the dating world and they're the same as to how you can, you know, avoid 
this bump in the road at least there's so many other ones but hopefully this one has given a shed a little bit of light especially if you haven't you haven't been exposed to a player like I said um, your experience level is going to be different out here and just you know we want you to be able to know what to expect and how to look for the signs how to make a different decision or at least if you're going to make the decision to jump jump in that in that boat at least know what you're getting into so. And and I do want to point this out to so kind of wrap up the conversation. Um, I I can tell you that I have had conversations with men mm-hmm. where sometimes they will make it seem that hey, uh, I got some emotional baggage. It's on me or it's my fault. So that way the woman doesn't keep probing about hey what about working towards a relationship or what about mm-hmm. being exclusive? Because a lot of these guys also don't like labels. Mm-hmm. As, when I say labels, I'm talking about, Hey, are we dating and working mm-hmm. towards something or Hey, are you my boyfriend? Like it's those good. kind of labels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I don't know. I may have mentioned this to you or not, but my approach is I do feel at a certain point labels are important because labels help you understand expectations they allow you to set boundaries mm-hmm. now when you don't have a label let's say me and you right let's say i'm your fuck boy right <laughs> and you ask me jorge i want to you know i want to have a label or i want to know where what we are and i just mm-hmm. say well you know what right now we're just going with the flow right right then say if i go out of town or if i go out of the country and i meet a pr- pretty lady at the bar and she asks me hey do you have a wife do you have a girlfriend and guess what i'm gonna say Right. No, no, I don't. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) And you see how you see how convenient Mm -hmm. that works. (laughs) Absolutely. And then and then let's say you find out that I did something when I was, you know, traveling or whatever. Guess what I'm going to tell you? But we don't have a relationship where you're not my girlfriend. (laughs) Exactly. I don't owe you any loyalty. You're not. Yeah, I'm not your boyfriend. We're still just hanging out or we're just going with the flow. Remember? Exactly. So, you know, know what kind of agreements you're agreeing to, because, you know, sometimes people will they'll give you the feeling of a relationship, but they're not going to give you the label. And that does make a difference. You're right. I tell women all the time. I tell women all the time, women that, you know, I'm close with that I'm friends with. I I tell them all the time or people that just, you know, want to hear my input. I say, do not treat someone like a boyfriend that's not ready for the boyfriend responsibilities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or as uh, my the ladies in my family used to say, he buy the cow if he can get the milk for free. Oh, man. We <laughs> done took it there. <laughs> All the way back. Oh like, shout out to Londa. Oh, <laughs> man. Hey, listen, that is a classic. I've heard that one before. Yeah, ladies, guard your milk. Yeah. <laughs> guard that milk. Gentlemen as well. You know, guard they, Hey, make sure, make sure you put a little tax in it or something, you know, tax it or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, this, listen, this is, um, I feel like there's a lot of people that are in, they're, they're in these situationships. They just don't know how to get out of it or they mm-hmm. feel so comfortable that they're like, you know what? It's just easier to just let it be than to having to sit down and just have that real grown-up conversation. Yeah, or for some people, just having a body. You know, some people have gotten to a place of loneliness. And, you know, we've talked to several therapists on this show, and I still say 
you know, making sure that you are in a really good place with yourself, you know, like that dating inventory we talked about. I think that's still so important. It can help you avoid putting yourself in a situation where you're compromising who you are and what you want for somebody who really doesn't care about you and who really isn't uh, trying to honor anything about you, but just take from you and, and really get what they want and not even think about you. So, you know, before you go down that road too far, you know, consider, you know, really doing some inventory. And if that includes therapy or something like that, you know, really do some checks with yourself and make sure that you're not settling for something that really isn't who you are or what you want. Yeah, it's it's something that that requires a lot of, um, you know, discipline. Uh, it's something that you really have to stop and think uh, and not with your heart, but with your mind. And I get it, you know, um, women naturally are nurturers. So when they see somebody who maybe has a lot of the qualities that are enticing, they're like, you know what? He has a lot of what I'm looking for. He's a great lover, great intimacy. We can work on the other stuff or I can help him improve in the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But going down that path can get you into big time trouble. Absolutely. But uh, it's been a great conversation tonight. And if you want to put in on it, uh, please comment at Jorge and Nelsa at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what your experiences have been. Let us know uh, maybe some good tips on avoiding these traps that are being laid out for people at, that look like relationships but really are so, situationships, right? Yeah, so those situationships, they'll get you. I know it. Another great show, Poppy. So we will uh, be back. And thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you and look forward to having you back with us next time. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify or Anchor and hit that bell so that you get notifications for when we have new shows. So until next time. Buenas noches, good people. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.